celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Wednesday, the 23rd day of February 2022. Your date, 2-23-2022. That's your date. We welcome you to the show. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. Weather is changing here. You know how nice I was telling you about last week? Well, the weather is changing across the entire country and here right now. It is cloudy and overcast and cold. 39 degrees right now outside. It's only going to get up to 52. And that looks to be the weather for the next couple of days. As a matter of fact, we had some rain overnight. And the clouds outside may produce some more rain today. As uh, this uh, front goes through Las Vegas. And as you know... The weather pattern goes from west to east, and the jet stream is doing that. Southern California right now was raining a bit yesterday, and it looks like uh, there's still some clouds and, and all that good stuff around there still this morning. Arizona, getting some snow and rain, and there's a big swath that's going right through that's going to slam into the northeast And here's how the front is going. In front of this front is warm weather. So on the East Coast right now, it's rather warm for this time of the year. It's warm. And then as the cold front starts pushing up against it, pushing through to the East Coast, you'll get rain, and then you'll get snow, and then it will be ice because behind it is the cold weather we're getting here right now. And it's going to get colder as it moves east. So there's going to be a lot of action as far as weather is concerned in the racing uh, circles, the racetracks around the country. Right now we have no cancellations because the weather looks pretty good right now. Right now it looks pretty good across the country. Pockets of snow here and there, pockets of rain here and there, etc. But right now we have no cancellations. All right. That's your weather. And we welcome everybody here listening at Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we emanate and originate all this stuff here in Las Vegas. And, of course, around the world through many of the uh, streaming platforms we have, our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas, .world, .global, your smartphones, your devices. You can get your phone app, the radio station phone app, KSHP phone app at your phone app store, so you can hear us now streaming. And, of course, anywhere you get podcasting, we're there as well. Lots happened since the last time we got together on Sunday. First of all, we had Monday uh, President's Day racing. And at the conclusion of Sunday's races, uh, the final race, the ninth race at Santa Anita, uh, there were two scratches in the race, late scratches. One of them was the favorite on the board, Countess Rosina, with Flavian Pratt aboard. And then word came out later that Pratt... And trainer, uh, uh, jockey uh, Flavian Pratt and uh, rider Drayden Van Dyke uh, refused to ride because they thought the turf course was slippery. As a matter of fact, earlier in the day on a turf race, Drayden Van Dyke lost his irons, lost his uh, stirrups, 
because the horse, he said, was slipping on the turf course. So the turf condition, and it wasn't raining or anything, the turf condition came up a, a real concern there on Sunday. And so on Monday, after they uh, examined the turf course and all that, they ran the races on the turf. But people were kind of um, prepared for them to take them off the turf at any time. So we'll wait and see what happens with that. John Lindell will give us an update on that later. But, boy, that was a mess in the last race on Sunday. Juan Hernandez won uh, three races on Monday, including the Tisnow Stakes with the Brickyard Ride, gate to wire there, 320. John Lindo's top pick in the sixth race, Veroma, was the highest-priced winner on the day, paid $30.20 as top pick in that race, Mike Smith's second win. And in the spring fever earlier in the day, Becca Taylor... Steve Maiotti trainee came down south to win the spring, uh, spring fever and won her sixth in a row, six for six in her career with Flavie and Pratt aboard, Becca Taylor at 240. That stuff happening at Santa Anita on Monday, President's Day. And David Cabrera, is he riding a, uh, he is in such a zone at Oaklawn Park. Saturday, he won four races. Sunday, he won two. And then Monday, President's Day, he won four more. Ten over the weekend for this kid. Good stuff there. And Trevor McCarthy keeps winning in in multiples at Aqueduct. He won three races at Aqueduct on Monday. A little bit of recap of what happened Monday and Sunday there. The 800-pound gorilla in the room, you know what it is. We finally got the word. After 296 days of sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting, they finally came out and had an official ruling in the Kentucky Derby, Medina Spirit and Bob Effort. Medina Spirit was officially disqualified from the Kentucky Derby. Mandaloon was officially made the winner from the Stewart's ruling and the Kentucky Racing Commission. Now, I have the ruling here, and it goes on and on and on, but it says Baffert is hereby suspended 90 days from March 8, 2022 through June 5, 2022, inclusive. He's also fined $7,500. Medina Spirit is disqualified and all purse money forfeited. Paramutual wagering is not affected by this ruling, so the race player got you-know-what again. So much so that I understand that uh, uh, there is a um, group, 19 bettors are part of the complaint filed by the attorney, William Nevsker, in a lawsuit refiled by bettors after the ruling of the Kentucky Derby. The bettors that have, I guess they'll have their tickets on Mandaloon, want to get paid because Mandaloon now has been declared the official winner of the Kentucky Derby. Now this, you know what happens. This is like a rippling effect of all sorts of stuff. First of all, if you remember, Churchill Downs banned Baffert for two years in the Kentucky Derby, but this ruling says 90 days. So does that replace the two-year ban? That's first. Secondly, you know that Baffert's going to file a lawsuit and appeal it. That's coming. You know that, if not already. And what about all the owners of all these great three-year-olds? I mean, all these promising, well-bred three-year-olds that Baffert's been unleashing at Santa Anita around the country. They will not earn any Kentucky Derby leaderboard points if they stay under the care of Bob Baffert. So the owners right now have been hush. We haven't heard any owner say he's taken his horses away from Baffert, at least the three-year-olds and the three-year-old. Uh, on the three-year-old, you know, road to the Derby yet. We will wait and see. It's got to be a fallout sooner or later, right? So, 90 days, wondering if it replaces the two-year ban. And the California Horse Racing Board said it will honor Baffert's suspension at the tracks. Now, you know, he's based at Santa Anita with all those three-year-olds there, so he's already won some of the season's big three-year-old prep races at Santa Anita 
for the Derby at, at Santa Anita. The Bracing Board also said it will honor any stay or preliminary injunction if granted by Kentucky racing officials or a court. So this thing has a lot of rippling effects. And the rule in California, as you know, if you're suspended for more than 30 days, you have to uh, disband your, your barn, your horses, and all of the equipment and everything in your stable has to leave the track. And your assistant cannot take over and run it unless, I would imagine, the assistant gets his own license. But, I mean, this this is a lot of rippling effect. And, of course, we'll have uh, opinions from our handicappers and John Lindo on the scene in Southern California. But that uh, that's the big news, you know. Medina Spirit finally disqualified. And I got to tell you, it took him 296 days for this to happen. And it's still not done. There's an appeal. But, you know, we're talking about disqualification. What about the 2020 Saudi Cup? Remember that? Maximum security? They didn't pay him. They disqual. You know, he was. Uh, they held up to 720 days and counting. They're on top of drawing the next Saudi Cup tomorrow. Uh, I think today, sometime, for this year's Saudi Cup. They haven't. They haven't uh, talked about the 2020 w- yet. They haven't settled that thing yet. Midnight Basu, of course, sitting there. Their connections are waiting for that uh, piece of that 20 million. So really, I'm telling you. The racing industry really has got to get together and, and, you know, get some things done. Crazy race happened at Mahoning Valley. I believe it was Monday. The horse came out of the gate, made a left turn, and absolutely wiped out two other horses. I mean, it was like a crash, like an automobile crash at an intersection. So they call it an equipment malfunction. So a lot of crazy stuff happening, that's for sure. And, of course, the Rebel Stakes was drawn this weekend holding uh, points for the Kentucky Derby. Rebel Stakes at Oaklawn Park. Hopefully the weather will be nice by then. Hopefully the weather will be nice by then. And, uh, you know, uh, it will hold 50 points. Another 50 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. And Bob Baffert has a horse in the race. Here's how they, uh, here's how they drew the race yesterday. Million dollars. Mile 16th, grade 2. From the rail out, number 1 is Kavad, Francisco Arietta for Chris Hartman. Number 2 is New Granger. Now, New Grange. This is, the, this is a, uh, a, an impressive winner last at Santa Anita for Bob Baffert. John Velasquez going out to right New Grange, 9-5 to five on the morning line. But it is a million-dollar race, so, you know. The owners want want a cash at least. Number three is Karama, Karama. Giovanni Franco for Steve Asmussen. The four is Uno Ojo. Ramon Vasquez for Ricky Corville. Number five, Texas Red Hot. Ricardo Santana Jr. for Randy Morse. The six, Stellar Tap. Christian Torres for Steve Asmussen. He's got a couple in there. The seven, Ben Diesel. John Court for Dallas Stewart. This is a this is a promising little horse there, from Will Take Charge. Ben Diesel. The eight is Chasing Time. Tyler Gaffleone for Steve Asmussen. He's got three in the race. The nine Barber Road. Raylu Gutierrez for John Ortiz. The ten is Ethereal Road. Luis Contreras for D. Wayne Lucas. And the eleven is Dash Attack. David Cohen for Kenny McPeak. That's how they line up for the Million Dollar Rebel coming up on Saturday at Oakland. So there's a lot of stuff to cover on this show with our handicappers, Jonathan Artoon, Tommy Massis will be with us. John Lindo is going to give us an uptake on the uh, the aftermath and reactions in Southern California on the, uh, the, the Baffert suspensions that California is going to honor from Kentucky and, and the Derby deal there. And, of course, uh, Jerry Jackowitz with his picks for Gulfstream. we got a lot to cover. I'm going to go to the first break. And when we come back, we're going to start all this stuff. So don't go away, man. Woo. What a what a day of news to start out the week of racing. My, oh, my, oh, my. And the weather, going to be cold. 
SDN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. SDN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. SDN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty a couple of updates and then we'll get to our uh, menu and then the boys uh saw a tweet last three kentucky derbies this is a tweet on uh, twitter the 2021 winner dq'd for drugs and uh, later died on the track the 2020 race was run after the belmont the winning trainer, of course, that was authentic, Bob Baffert. The winning trainer now barred from Kentucky Derby. And the 2019 winner, which we all know was maximum security, was disqualified for race uh, for a racing infraction on the track. But later, his uh, trainer is headed to prison for drugging uh, horses. So, man, i got to tell you, it's uh, something for sure. And uh, adding a little bit of spice to all this stuff is Churchill Downs, as you know, making this ruling. They own tracks. Of course, they closed down Arlington, but they own other tracks. They own the the fairgrounds. They own Turfway Park. And now they reached out and bought uh, uh, Colonial Downs. So Churchill Downs is going to own Colonial Downs now. Paid uh, $2.4 billion in a deal that uh, the track, the land, and uh, their casino operation there. So the beat goes on. In horse racing, that is for sure. Wow. Crazy, crazy stuff. Let's get to the menu of racetracks for us players to play some races today. I know that everybody in the world now are telling you that they had a bet on Mandaloon in the Kentucky Derby. But I, I, John Linda will attest that I did because uh, we were playing the races together that day. So we got uh, Bupkus. Players got Bupkus. Mandaloon, owner, trainer, and everybody else gets trophies and money. Players get Bupkus. Okay, here's here's the menu of racetracks available today in the racebook, simulcast centers, and racetracks around the country. First post times are Pacific. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas at Sports Talk 1400 AM, we, we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from this gaming capital. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. Yes. However, if you're listening anywhere else on the streaming that we have, all the platforms like our websites, uh, phone apps, and uh, podcasting, however, wherever, whenever you get us, first post times on the menu, racing menu each and every day are that at the Pacific Time Zone. If you're not in the Pacific Time Zone, adjust to the Pacific Time Zone. I don't want you to say anything like, I miss mom and dad. Okay? All right, here we go. We begin with Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has uh, nine races today. And uh, Tampa Bay's first post time is 9.15. 9.15 at Tampa Bay. They got a pick six jackpot carry over there today. 6932 bucks at Tampa Bay today. All right, Parks Racing is next. 12 races at Parks. 9.25 is the first post time there. And they got a very, very big for that place. Pick five jackpot carryover. This is a pick 
five jackpot at Parks Racing, three hundred sixty-one thousand two hundred seventeen bucks. First post time at Parks, nine twenty-five. Gulfstream Park is next. Now Gulfstream Parks pick six jackpot cash carryover, nine hundred thirty-five thousand seven hundred and eleven dollars. But if you are the single winning ticket in that jackpot today, they're going to give you $1,250,000. But a bing. Wow. First post time at Gulfstream, 930 for their eight race card. Only eight races today at Gulfstream. And they are on the turf in the main track, too, so far. So uh, I need my handicappers to help us out today. Mahoning Valley. We had that crazy race the other day. Mahoning Valley, hopefully uh, the equipment malfunction is now functioning well. Their pick six jackpot carry over $5,206. Eight races today at Mahoning. First post time, 9.45. Delta Downs is next. They got nine races. Their first post time is at 11.25. Then we get to Sam Houston Race Park. Sam Houston has a regular pick, si- pick six carryover. This is not a jackpot, a regular pick six carryover. $17,793, and they have a super high five jackpot carryover of $37,083. Nine races, first post time him, Sam Houston, 2 o'clock this afternoon. And then we get the Penn National. We call it Penn Nat. Penn National has nine races. They have a super high five jackpot carryover of $15,449. First post time, Penn National, 3 p.m. And then we'll wrap it up with Turfway Park, Florence, Kentucky. Turfway Park has a regular pick five carryover. Not a jackpot. Regular pick five carryover. $31,973. Yeah. That's their pick five carryover at Turfway Park. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $4,590. And they have a super high five carryover of $2,844. Eight races today, Turfway Park, first post time, 3.15. That's your menu for this Wednesday. On a very uh, busy uh, news day in horse racing, and we're going to go now to Jonathan Ardoon, who probably has an opinion or two on some of this news. Jonathan, good morning. (laughs) Good morning, Ralph. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing fine. I would say the poop hit the fan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's a rather large uh, dose of it, too. <laughs> well, let's begin with Sunday, first of all. The last race at San Anita, yeah. when Pratt decided to take off with no time to get another jockey. At least Drayton Van Dyke had the decency to take off right after he rode the last turf race he rode. What was Pratt waiting for? What San Anita did, San Anita did was a disgrace. If they think the course wasn't safe enough to run on, well, then make it an all. You know, once again, the you know, that was the big favorite that they scratched. It turns out, you know, I mean, I know people that had the floor. I like the floor. But it doesn't matter. They screwed the people again, and nothing happens. It's just it's terrible. It really is. I mean, some, something has to give where the players are protected somewhat. All right. Now, unfortunately, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, unfortunately, the, the players are never protected. They just never are protected. Now, I, I do want to preface this by saying it was the ninth race on, and last race at San Anita. They had a mandatory payoff in the pick six in addition to that. Pratt was on the favorite, Countess Rosina, and decided to take off the horse, I believe, after the post parade, was it not? Yeah, not only that, all the jockeys left the room by then. There was no one left in the room. They had no choice but to right. scratch him. Now, I guess, you know, but if you're going to take off, he rode turf races all right. day long. Right. Why now, Why then did they take it or did he decide that's it? I'm not riding. Right. That's ridiculous. Turn your burner down a little. <laughs> Turn it down a lot. Drayden Van, Drayden Van Dyke's iron slipped out uh, in the sixth race on a horse called Hulk, who was uh, well-backed. And finished up the track. So he said, I'm not riding any more turf races. Uh, but yet he rode Giltzman, I understand, in the San Simia, did he not? I guess that was down the hill. I, Ralph, yeah, it was I down. That, you're right. That was down. That, you're right. That was down the hill. Yeah. And I guess his concern was a, a patch down the backstretch. Now, the ninth right. race, 
with six furlongs, but it was on the flat turf. So he's decided he's not riding, so Fukumoto got the mount there, and uh, Pratt's horse was scratched. Now, the winner, Fluent, was a top selection on your sheet, by the way, paid $12 even, but like you said, that is, um, that's nonetheless... Not here nor there. <laughs> right, right. All right, so you got, uh, now that you can, now what's your burner going uh, for the Baffert deal? What are they going to do? They gave him 90 days. So right. even if he decides to appeal it, you know and I know it's not going to go anywhere. And uh, 90 days, I believe, will be done with uh, the Kentucky Derby by then. And as far as people suing for Mandaloon, good luck. It's a great idea. It never works. It's yeah. a waste of time. You know, I know, Ralph, I was with you at the yeah. seminar yeah. at the South Point, and you like Mandaloon. And I know one other person that actually also liked Mandaloon and bet him, and you guys got bucked because it's a shame. But, again, what are you going to do? And, that's and, just the game. And, uh, and I know the rules, so that's okay. It's just another yeah. It's another great horse racing story that I could tell someday when I'm, I'm sitting. <laughs> when uh, you write your book. Yeah. When you write your book, Ralph. You yeah, when I'm retired somewhere. <laughs> but, nonetheless, um, we got that going on at Santa Anita with the turf course. But Monday they raced on the turf course. I don't understand this. Monday they raced on the turf course, and, you know, I, I – and they told everyone the first race was on the grass, and they told everyone, well, we'll decide after the first race if yeah. we're going to stay on the grass. Okay, great. What about pick five players? Were there no other races involved on the grass? And what the, were they going to do, make them all? And the early double and the early pick three as well? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, so, anyhow, did you see that screwy race at Mahoning? I did. <laughs> it was it was it was the most unbelievable uh, I I've ever seen. It, it I saw it on uh, I didn't see the race live. I saw it on Twitter. Somebody put it on Twitter. Actually, I have seen something like that. If you remember Los Alamitas this year, uh, Trevor McCarthy was on a horse. Mm-hmm. The seven horse bolted to the rail. And do you remember that race? No, uh, I, don't. I don't know if you remember, but it was a similar situation. It's very scary, you know. Thank God everyone walked away okay. That's all I could say. All right. So we got to figure out if the California Racing Board is going to ask Baffert to leave the track for the 90 days or not. We don't know that yet. We don't know if the 90-day suspension at Churchill uh, supersedes. That's a great question, by the way. Supersedes. Do they run concurrent? Do they run concurrent the 90 days in the two years? Or is it just 90 days? That's what I, yeah, right. We we don't know that. You know, we'll figure that out later. So uh, it's a lot of crazy stuff. Why would they make anything easy in this game? It doesn't make it, you know, it would well, be too good if they made anything easy. It's There's getting, always got to be something. It's getting to a point where players are getting a little bit uh, shaky about even participating, and that's not good. You, you need trust in this no. game, that's for sure. And you need trust in the um, people who are adjudicating the rules, too. You know, that's another thing. Remember that. And. I mean, you know, they're going to draw. Uh, they, they're drawing for the Saudi Cup, I guess. I guess today, and they haven't. Uh, they haven't adjudicated the 2021 yet. You know, not yeah. 2020, 21 yeah. ran okay. The 2020 Saudi Cup. I mean, uh, you talk about the people who own Mindai Basu. They're waiting for some cash. They're just going to leave it in limbo forever. I it, guess it makes no sense. And when they make the ruling, and by the way. When they make the ruling, will they give uh, the the person who uh, actually gets the check uh, two two years of uh, interest on that money? Interest, I doubt it. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I really hope the CHRB sticks by their word. Listen, I'm not anti-Bassard or anything like that, but you cannot bend the rules. You know, if you said you're going to honor Churchill's decision, well, then they have to honor it. Yeah. You know, otherwise they lose total credibility. And as it is, their credibility is unshaken. And, and now what oh. about all those three-year-olds that he has in his barn? I know he's, I mean, he's running in the Rebel under his name at, at Oakland. I don't know if they're going to um, um, honor what happened at Churchill. But in any case, um, well, it's a million-dollar race, so I guess they're going for the cash. Anyhow, enough said. This, this story will go on and on and on and on and on. But we want to make some money, the players do. So what are we doing today? you got two sheets, right? you got uh, Tampa and yes, Gulfstream. Yes, I do. Yeah. Right. Let's go to Gulfstream first. We're out fourth race today. Mile on the 16th on Tapita. And that's what they basically have, a lot of Tapita races today. I like the number seven horse in here. Not so easy. This is a five-year-old gelding from the Kathleen O'Connell bombing rail. Vasquez aboard to ride. This horse has a big race over the Tapita two starts back when he won. 
He ran well last time out despite some trouble in that race. He's going to be a price. I like number seven. Not so easy to win today's fourth race out at Gulfstream Park. All right, 12-1 to 1 on the morning line, and uh, just a couple of scratches in that race. Take out in the fourth race, number one, Chow, and the six, Easy Stride. The one and six are out. So you got the seven, not so easy. Let's make it easy and win easily for us. You know, we we need a break here. The never the... happens easy. It's never <laughs> easy. <laughs> no, especially in the last couple of – by the way, I want to cr- congratulate you. We haven't had you on the show since you picked Epicenter to win the Risen Star, so that was a nice pick. It was. Thank you. He ran very well. And, oh, uh, off the screen. Another horse that ran that day. Yeah, there was another horse that ran that day in an allowance race, the Cyberknife, who is now back on the Derby Trail after his impressive win in an allowance race two races earlier. Yeah, <laughs> Cyberknife uh, won the eighth race of Fairgrounds, paid five sixty Florent Garo board, and he just uh, yeah he manhandled that race. Uh, so that's good stuff there, and I know you have interest in that race, uh, that horse as well. I do. Okay, now, so I got. Let's re- wait a minute. Let me repeat the fourth race for everybody. Fourth race at Gulfstream. You like the seven, not so easy. The seven in the fourth. Now we can go to Tampa. Tampa, race six. Pick six, pick five, pick four, single. Mm-hmm. Number six, Tone Elsie, uh, a three year old filly from the, I don't know who this trainer is, Leslin Hardesty. However, this was has four career starts, and she's improved in each and every one of them. She received Lasix last time for the first time and ran very well. She's got time from that race. She's worked since that race. Number six, Tone Elsie, out of Tonalist, by the way, so pretty smartly named. Yeah. Tone Elsie wins today's sixth race out of Tampa Bay Downs. All right, so in the sixth race today at Tampa Bay, number six. Tone Elsie, the sixth in the sixth race today at Tampa Bay, Jonathan's play. And, uh, Jonathan, tell everybody where they can get your selections. Then go to the website at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. We have best plays. We have full cards today. We offer Tampa and Gulfstream selections. All right. You got it, my man. Thanks so much, and we will talk to you um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Let's see what happens today. (laughs) I know, yeah. We got 24 hours for stuff to happen. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Jonathan. Be well. Stay safe. All right, uh, Tommy Mass is going to be with us right after I give you the results of the uh, Twin Q. Don't go away. We're going to come right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. All right, let me squeeze in uh, your Twin Q results. And since we uh, had one on Monday, I'll give you Sundays and Mondays. Sunday, the Twin Q for five grand at Station Casinos featured the seventh and ninth races at Oakland. The winning numbers were 211 and 610. There were four winners, each received $1,250. Then on President's Day, Monday, the Twin Q featured the seventh at the fairgrounds and the eighth at Santa Anita. The seventh at the fairgrounds, the winning numbers were three and nine. The eighth at Santa Anita. Uh, the winning numbers were five and eight. These were uh, favorites both. And so there were 92, 92 winners on Monday in the Twin Q. Each got $54.35. And now we're going to go to Tommy Massis standing by. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, everyone. How you doing? I'm doing great. Just getting ready to go to the races. <laughs> yeah. Um any uh, conversation about what happened with the uh, disqualification there with the men, uh, Medina Spirit? No, they, they got backward over a barrel because I think one of the stipulations is uh, for him to change trainers, he has to pay all fines within 30 days. Is that right? Yeah, so that, that's what I, I think I read that. And I think, you know, that puts him in a tough spot. He's basically going to have to fess up to everything, pay or you know, keep those horses in limbo. Yeah, I, I would think that uh, sooner or later there's going to be a decision made 
if Baffert continues with the appeals and all that, maybe he'll, uh, you know, tell his owners, look, for purposes of going to the Derby, give them to another trainer. And I guess Todd Pletcher is waiting to receive. There's no doubt about it. And a whole bunch of other trainers. And of course, yeah, yeah. of course, right now the spotlight is on Corniche, right? Yeah, it's it's, it's just you know what he he should yeah. have put this away a long time ago. Just said, yeah, oops, I made a mistake. I'm guilty, and on with it. You know, just it's not going to look good for him going down the road. I think he's really done damage to himself. And I'm not talking just about the the positive test. This uh-huh. fighting it and fighting it and pushing back and. Well, whatever the case may be, you know, you're going against the government, that's for sure. Tommy, uh, you uh, text us. Well, uh, it could be worse. You know you know what happened to the last guy who appealed something in Saudi Arabia? No. I thought maybe you knew. Nobody else knows. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but, yeah, Saudi Arabia, there could be differences of penalties there. Let's put it that way. Uh, but uh, you text us uh, picks when you're not on the show, and you get, text us some picks on Sunday. And Sunday, you text us an exact box that hit. Now, you liked a big long shot in that race. And uh, it was 20 to 1 on the morning line, went off at 19 to 1 odds. And that horse ran second, ran up the rail to the favorite that you knew was going to be hard to beat. So you did the exact box from the favorite to that horse. And the favorite did win, but the horse ran second at 19 to 1. And even with the favorite odds on as it was, the exacta paid 37.40. So that was a nice lick. Yeah, it was a horrible beat as far as I'm yeah, concerned. I, I would have hit the double, I would have hit the pick four ish. But still, better than, you know, I knew I didn't bet the best horse, and I knew that going in, so you got to take it sometime. You got a, a terrific rail ride out of Julian Le Peru, though, from way out. Of- I don't know. I don't know. Just I think if he would have went outside, and you know, you look at the winner was seven wide the whole ra- race. Uh, well, if he was it's seven, not bad being out there on the tapita. Yeah, but if he was seven wide in the whole race, he, your horse had to go eight wide. Yeah, but you don't stop, right? You don't stop. You don't hesitate. You don't have to, you know, you just keep rolling on that stuff. But, you know, you kind of have to swerve a bit. I'd yeah. rather be way out there wide than the rail any day of the week on Tapita. But he got through on the rail. He got a clean trip down the rail. He really did. No, but he did, you know, just that little bit of where he had to yeah, chuck yeah. inside a bit. You know, yeah. that's all, you know, he lost by a nose, right? So Yeah, nose to a head, yeah. But it was, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, it was uh, you, yeah. We collected, but we could have really knocked it out. Anyhow. Yeah, no, it's good. It was good. It yeah. was good. And, you that, know, the other horse got bet off the board, 15 to 1 morning line, paid $8. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. All right. Here we go. Let's get – oh, you mean your other uh, – you did give us another winner on that day. The the the, the bad beat with the exacta box was the really uh, one that could have made us money. But you're right. In the fifth race that day, you gave us Cupid's Dude. It was 15 to 1. Won the race and paid eight dollars even. You're a morning line maker, my goodness. Yeah, well, that, that wasn't a bad morning line, really. You know, but you'd have to go down on the on the form to find that one. He had one race that qualifies him, so yeah, you know. Yeah, Tommy, remember, morning lines are predicting what the betting public's going to do, not handicapping the race. Yeah, I thought he'd be a better price than that. All honestly. right, we're pu- we're pushing we're pushing time. Okay. Let's go. Okay, race one, my best bet of the day. You know, I wish it was Tapita, but uh-huh. it's turf. Uh, number five, Hot Anna. Uh, got in trouble in his last start a while back at Saratoga. Has been working gangbusters. Enough speed in here, I think, that even on the turf, she can get up in time. Number uh-huh. five, race one, Hot Anna. 9.30, first post here in uh, Las Vegas, Pacific time. In the first race, the five, Hot Anna. The five in the first Going to kick us off with a winner in the first there. Gulfstream Tommy Masses play the five. Okay. And then in race number five, uh, number four, top of the chart, uh, showed speed every start on dirt, went five furlongs on the turf last time, Was didn't really get a bad start, but was held back and made a real big run. If you watch, I made a real big run down the lane. Also been working good. Also in here, there's a ton of speed to run at. And like I said, I wish it was synthetic. They're a lot easier to close on synthetic than turf. So race five, my long shot play is number four, tops the chart. All right. Fifth race, the four, tops the chart. Hope she's tops in the winner's circle there. The fifth race, the four. So you gave us bookend uh, picks for the early pick five. In the first race, the five. And in the fifth race, the four. And, of course, uh, you'll be with us tomorrow as well. 
And if I may say one thing about that, what happened at Santa Anita. Sure, yeah. First of all, if it was synthetic, it would never happen, but forget about that. Is the jockey, uh, the, the tracks used to pay a jockey to sit there all day. Yes, I remember And that. I know a lot of tracks still do that. So yeah. I put that on Santa Anita. There should be a jock in that room. You pay him 100 bucks to wait for the last race. It right. was always done. You know, I don't get that for a hundred lousy dollars. You're absolutely right. In the old days, they always had a uh, the jock, the uh, the way they call it, the track jock that would just sit around, and if nobody else wanted to get on the horse or every everybody was gone, he was the guy that did it. Uh, nice, uh, right. nice uh, check on that as well. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Tommy. Right. Okay, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everyone. All right, you got him, man. See, our guys know their stuff. John and Jerry, wrap it up. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on uh, Race Day Las Vegas, wrapping it up on a very, very jam-packed Wednesday show with a lot of information, a lot of news. And, and uh, John, I know there's a lot of stuff going on in Southern California with what happened on Sunday. And there are other things behind the scenes uh, that happened on Monday as well. And uh, I do want to get into the uh, the California uh, news uh, over the uh, past uh, weekend, but uh, we're going to stay concentrating now on the Medina Spirit disqualification, and we'll have you back tomorrow to talk about uh, the stuff in California. And okay, you you, as... you do have one point to make about the suspension and the ninety day uh, ruling, and they are separate. Go ahead. Yeah, well, first of all, the, the suspension that was handed down to Bob Baffert this week doesn't start till early March, so that's why he is allowed to run New Grange under his name in the the Rebel at Oakland this weekend. But uh, one thing that's an important difference, the, the ban that Churchill Down has put on Baffert as far as starting horses at Churchill for two years is a house rule. It's not a Kentucky Horse Racing Commission rule. Mm-hmm. So let's say Baffert appeals the suspension that's been handed down by the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission if he should win that appeal and, and, and the suspension is dropped, it doesn't mean that the ban is lifted on him starting horses at Churchill Down. Uh-huh. It's kind of like what's going on with Jerry Hollendorfer at Santa Anita. Uh-huh. He, his license is in good standing. He's just not allowed to race at Santa Anita or any of the Stronic tracks. And we so have we'll to, have to see how that plays we out. We do have to make that uh, distinction that uh, the Hollendorfer and as well as the Baffert uh, uh, denials at the racetracks are by the ownership of the racetracks, which I guess they're allowed to do, but the uh, the ruling that came out yesterday is the Kentucky Racing Commission and all the other racing commissions that will will uh, honor that, including the California Horse Racing Board, right? Yeah, and that's standard. When there's a, a racing commission that issues a suspension or something, the other jurisdictions usually honor those those racing commission decisions. Yeah, no question about that. That's for sure. Uh, fallout in California after this hit the uh, newsstands? Well, you know, it was a terrible look on Sunday. You have a mandatory payout in the pick six, and you have this stuff going on with the racetrack and the surface. Mm-hmm. So then you get to Monday, and, uh, you know, about 11 a.m., races start at 1230. There's no scratches listed. And so I called the racing office. What's going on? So there's no scratches. We're good to go. I said, well, wait a minute. You've got three also eligibles in the last race on, on Monday. Something's got to give. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, we're going to go. Okay. So I hang up, and a minute later on the website, now there's scratches. And what happened was 
I guess the stewards didn't want to wait. They were the, the Santa Anita was waiting for a meeting with the jockeys and, and some of the horsemen about the turf condition after Sunday. Mm-hmm. They decided finally to, to cut the grass and aerate some portions of the course where they thought there was a problem. Uh-huh. And uh, in the meantime, the stewards scratched those also eligibles. Well, then Santa Anita moves the turf uh, rails down to zero. And if they had done that first, before the, the stewards had scratched those other horses, those other three horses would have been able to run with the wider course. So, you know, at a track where we're dealing with short field sizes and, and problems trying to get people to run, to eliminate three groups uh, of people, trainers, owners, and whatnot, that wanted to race, mm-hmm. that weren't not, not allowed to race, that's not a good look. And so, you know, a lot of disappointing decisions over the weekend at Santa Anita. No kid, no kidding. Uh, and the fallout in California about the Baffert suspension, any news on that? Well, yeah, again, it's it's way too early because you know there's going to be an appeal mm-hmm. and that'll just, you know, nothing's going to happen overnight. So it, it's way too early about that. Uh, it's got to work its process out. It's just ridiculous it took this long to yeah. get to the first first leg of this process. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, no rumors about any of the owners of these. Uh, he's got a hell of a stable of three-year-olds right now and no uh, rumors of uh, those owners moving uh, to another trainer. Not yet. You know, again, now that the ruling's done, now we have to see what the appeal does and what that allows him to do. And I think the owners are waiting as long as possible before they have to make a decision. Your gut on Corniche? I don't think he's going to make the Derby. He doesn't have a listed work yet. It's wow. now the middle of February. Oh, my. And to get to a mile and eighth race in April, you better be working now. And so, you know, I, I would be taking, if I'm betting futures, I'd take all kinds of stands against him just getting to the race at this point. And, you know, we don't know who's going to train him when he does get back to the track. Yeah, a lot of moving parts on this one, that's for sure. And we will wait and let it uh, all shake out. And in the meantime, uh, we will do our, our best to get uh, our handicappers to pick some winners for folks like you're doing there at uh, Oaklawn and Santa Anita. And, John, usually uh, we give you a Thursday to do your honeydew list, but we'll uh, I want you to come back to talk about uh, all of the uh, ramifications and stuff that's going on in California right now. Sure, that's fine. That's fine, and uh, we'll have entries today for Saturday. We'll see what the Saturday card looks like there. And the Rebel Stakes already drawn, and Baffert's got a horse in that race. <laughs> yeah, New, New Grange is there for Baffert. That's a million-dollar prep race for the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. That's some pretty good money down there. And even if you can't make the Derby, trying to win a race for a million bucks ain't too bad. No, no, if you don't make the Derby, that's a heck of a consolation prize. <laughs> it sure is. And, uh, oh, John, you know, I just want real quick, I wanted to mention that you are um, – you're advising and claiming some horses at Santa Anita, and a couple of them have uh, performed very well over the weekend. Well, uh, you know, just uh, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of the owners in Bill Spars' barn, so mm-hmm. we, you know, we go through and I'll recommend horses to claim. And uh, a couple of them won on Monday, good for those guys. And they're, they're terrific people, and we're all just trying to find horses that, you know, it's tough to claim in California right now because so many different levels of races aren't filling. Mm-hmm. So you have to try and find races where you have conditions or you have places. After you get the horse, what do you do with it? Yeah, you have yeah. to have, have a place to go. So I'll recommend things based on, hey, this this makes sense or this makes sense because of this. And Well, you're, and do, you're doing a good job both at uh, handicapping and advising, that's for sure. Well, Every, every once in a while, they throw you a bone, Ralph. And you ain't too shabby on the radio either, John. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Good luck today. All right. <laughs> you got it, my man. All right, uh, Jerry Jackowitz, I'm sure you have an opinion about uh, the latest with uh, the rulings. You know what? I, I just listened to it all laid out. So well done by John. Mm-hmm. So professionally, so well. You know, you go to other shows and you hear, oh, everything's wonderful. This is the greatest. That's the greatest. Mm-hmm. You know, here's reality, and this is what we're involved in. And he, he laid it out perfectly and so well. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to agree with John. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he really has such a great understanding and vision of it. And, you know, I'm really a handicapper. I'm really the guy sitting in the in the uh, in the in the um, room with the at the desk saying what the heck's going on what the heck's going on how come this is going on that's going on and he's explained it out really well and my main opinion is my main understanding is, is that uh-huh. the guy the people at the top at Santa Anita are either stupid or not paying attention <laughs> but i don't want to be too mean about it well uh, yeah and as far as the uh, the Baffert thing uh, i guess oh, well, uh, you know yeah. what can you say well, Baffert thing, I just, you know, I still, I still don't believe he, he 
did anything wrong. I think it's uh, this is one of those accidental things. Mm-hmm. I really believe that story. I believe it. I don't think he. Uh, d- I just don't believe that he does things with its horses. I could be wrong. I don't have any evidence one way or the other. Right. But um, well, I believe I'm. I'm a. I'm a fan of his, mm-hmm. and I believe in him. And I don't. I'm not a skeptic about everybody in society. I think some people have talent. Going back to Charlie Whittingham and all the way through to Bob Baffert, and I think this is just one of those unfortunate things. But I could be wrong. Okay. Well, uh, we will. This story will obviously go on and on and on. But the story that we need today is a couple of winners at Gulfstream. Give them to me. So we do, dear old Ralphie. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the sixth at Gulfstream Park for our first play. Let me just click here and here. Okay. Wow, tap it uh, for Amador Sanchez. He has Hector Barrios up. Uh, boy, this this filly really, really looks nice. Uh, the one bad race, of course, we don't care about. Came back and ran beautifully on on December 23rd. Needs a little spacing. We're going five furlongs on the AWT, which is what this this filly loves. Mm-hmm. I like the five an awful lot in the sixth race at five to two. I'm very comfortable going down to eight to five here. Right. I'll take the five over the three, four, six, and do reverses just to break even. Sixth race, you like the five. Wow, tap it. The five in the sixth. That's your $2 ROI. Uh, Link-ups are three, four, and six. And reverse, $2 ROI on the five. Do you have an update on ROI? You want to wait till tomorrow? Yeah, I'm at .75, Ralph. Okay. stuck at .75 for about three weeks. Well, let's get unstuck. Give me another winner. Let's go to the next race, Ralph. Number six, best stream for Vinnie Barboza. Jose up, uh, came back to the races just like <laughs> on fire and um, didn't look really hard used to me. And uh, going up in class, I got to give this this uh, filly a chance to run another good race at right. seven to two. I mean, again, I'll go down to five to two. I think is fair, maybe two to one. Uh-huh. The six horse in the seventh race looks like a fantastic play to me. I'll take the six over the two, three, five. Again, reverse is basically just to break even. I, I love the six in the seventh race, and we might as well throw down a rolling double, five, six. Okay, we'll do that, too. Seventh race, the six is the key. The link-ups are two, three, five, and reverse. Two dollar ROI, two to win on the six and the seventh. We got a rolling double from the uh, fifth race to the, uh, make that from the sixth race to the seventh of a five, six double. And since uh, Tommy gave me the first race, Jonathan gave me the fourth race, Tommy gave me the fifth race. We got a lot of action going on at Gulfstream Park today. Power pages for Gulfstream's entire card right now at the station casinos. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody. 